Welcome to Work and Worthiness, the podcast. I'm your host, Greer Francis. I'm a brand designer, business coach, and worthiness advocate. As a founder and creative, I want to share my own honest, humorous, and sometimes humiliating journey of entrepreneurship. Here we'll go deep with fellow CEOs and creatives to shine a realistic light on what it's like to build a business while staying true to yourself. By tuning into this podcast, you're gaining insight into what it's like to do the work not only in your business, but the work that it takes to feel worthy in your own skin. Dive deep with me every other week for actionable tips and honest conversations that will inspire you to build a successful, heart-led business you love. Welcome to the first solo episode of Work and Worthiness, the podcast. I'm so excited to dive into today's topic because it is something that I'm really passionate about and also something that I know a lot of entrepreneurs struggle with, and that is how to build a brand that you love. So first off, we're going to unpack what a brand actually is. A lot of people have a misconception that their brand is their logo. So people come to me as a designer looking for a logo, not really understanding that it's so much more than that. When I'm doing a design for somebody, it's not just a logo, we're doing a whole branding package. But that's not even close to what encapsulates the entirety of your brand. Your brand is actually every single aspect of your business. It is every single thing that you touch in your business. No area of your business is untouched by your brand. It's such a big concept, which is why people struggle with it. You know, it's all encompassing. And one of the best ways that I heard it described is that Your brand is your essence. At the very root of it, that is what your brand is. So it's about getting to the essence of what your business is, why it exists, why you chose to create it, the driving factor behind all of that, and also you know, just the energy that it brings, the way that you want people to feel when they interact with your brand, when they interact with any aspect of your business. And also on the flip side of that, it's how you want to feel and the energy that you bring to your business. I know that's a lot to take in, but in a very condensed version, like that is your brand. It's not just a logo. It is this all-encompassing essence of your business. With that in mind, how do you build a brand that you love? And what I've come to understand after 10 years of being in this industry and designing for countless entrepreneurs and and digging deep into what is that brand essence with them, it really starts with loving yourself first. Because we can't build a business and a brand that we love, like truly love, without loving ourselves first. 
Sure, we can love the way that the brand looks or we can love elements of it. We can kind of fake it a little bit. You know, we hire a designer, we get them to make a beautiful brand. It looks so professional. It looks amazing. We look like we have our shit together. We're ready to rock in this business. But until we can bring all of ourselves to our business, we're going to struggle to fully love it. And I will say that there are some caveats to this as well. It's a little bit different when you're building a brand that has many team members on it because you're dealing with a lot of different people. It's different when you're designing a brand for a very large like corporation or company because that's a little different as well. I'm talking more so specifically when you're a solopreneur and you're doing this It's very purpose-driven work. It's very passionate work. It's very close to your heart. This is a heart-led business that you're running. That is more so the type of like brand that I'm speaking to and the type of business owner in this scenario specifically because we're so intrinsically linked with our brand at that point. And we need to know how to fully love ourselves before we're gonna fully love our brand. And this is gonna make more sense after I get a little bit further here. So how do we begin to love ourselves while building a business? Because I'm not saying that, oh, until you love yourself, don't go start the business. That's not it at all. Your brand is an ever-evolving entity just like you are as a human being. So. Do the thing, start the thing, don't let that hold you back. Your brand is going to evolve with you. And let's face it, loving ourselves is a lifelong journey. Coming back to that question, how do we begin to love ourselves while building a business? The answer is it's complicated because running a business will force you to be more exposed, vulnerable, It'll force you to hold stronger boundaries, have harder conversations, and dig deeper into your self-worth and value. And those are all incredibly, incredibly hard things to bump up against continually. And that's been my experience anyhow. Other people might have different experiences of, of building a business and learning to love themselves. But for me personally, what I have found has come up is learning to love myself through all the things that come up in running a business that I don't like about myself or that are really difficult points for me because I've lived my life in such a certain way and then my business is exposing all of that and it's like oh oh hey you're giving yourself away here you're people pleasing here you're not actually charging your full value here you aren't you're avoiding that hard conversation you're not allowing yourself to fully show up and be seen in all of who you are And it's been this constant working through of that. So it's not easy. It's it's something that is ever changing, ever deepening. And you have to kind of fall in love with the process of that. You have to learn to love the process that, you know, business isn't going to always be this 
beautiful, happy, everything's going great, it's going to push you up against a lot of the things that maybe you're not aware of that you need to work on in yourself in order to really be able to thrive and build the brand and business that you love and you deserve. And there's another side to that too, because we can't get lost in all of that work and all of that digging and all of that hard stuff because it can become all consuming. And then we can start to feel like victims in our own business. And we start to, you know, kind of feel sorry for ourselves. And we, it's really hard to move out of that. So we don't want to get all consumed by that. We need to make sure that we're celebrating uh, the good things and the hard things, the stuff that we're coming up against because it is here to teach us. It is here to make us a more fully realized, more aware, more compassionate, more expansive human and entrepreneur. The more work that we are willing to do on ourselves, the bigger our capacity to serve is going to be in our business. So we have to celebrate that, oh my gosh, look at this is what my business is bringing up for me to work through. How beautiful. And when you get to the other side of that, you have to celebrate that even bigger. There's that side. And we need to celebrate all of the beautiful things that happen. Every single time that you have a great connection with somebody or you get a new client or you set up a new system or you hire a teammate, anything in your business, like let's celebrate the crap out of that because um, that's just what we need to do because as much work as there's going to be, we need to work on celebrating all of the things that are going great as well because those two have to balance each other out. And it also starts with making sure that we still have time for ourselves, that we don't let our business overrun our lives that we don't let it consume us because it's really easy to do that, especially when we're doing the hard work or especially when things are going great. Either, you know, either one of those, when we're starting out and we're just so excited and on fire and we could go forever in our business, we still have to make sure that we're kind of taming it back a little bit and going, okay, who am I without my business? We have to remember who we were before we started running a business because we need to stay connected to that. Of course, there's going to be shedding and letting go. And I'm not saying that you have to always like the things that you liked before you started your business, but we need to stay connected to what mattered to us then. You know, if that's spending time with friends and family, if that is making sure that you are moving your body and getting regular exercise in, if that is making sure that you're staying creative and and pursuing something that's just for you and not for your business, it's really important to stay connected to those things because that's going to make sure that we are filling our personal well up because it's really easy to let our business run over everything and be the most important thing in our lives but can you be the most important thing in your life it's really important that you make time for you 
outside of your business. Okay, so (laughs) I want to touch on visuals a little bit. How do we build a brand that we love visually? Because that is where our mind goes when we think brand. And it is a huge part of our business. There are very few aspects of our business, especially in like where we are right now in the entrepreneurial landscape, that our brand doesn't visually touch. And it is so important to have a brand that you visually love. So where do we start with trying to figure that out? I love to take inspiration around my home. So look around your home. What do you absolutely love about your house? It doesn't need to be all of it. Maybe you're not living in your like dream environment or your dream home, but maybe you have a painting on your wall that is like, "Mm, I love this painting. I love everything about this. Or maybe you have one room or you have one corner that you just absolutely love and it feels like you. You can also go outside of your home and go, okay, what environments are you particularly drawn to? That is easier to conceptualize, like your phys- what physical environments you're drawn to than trying to go, okay, how do I pick colors? How do I pick fonts? How do I pick a style? Like start there is often a really good place to just start gathering information and to get a sense of, okay, what environments do I love to surround myself with? And I'm not saying that your brand and your logo has to look exactly like your house does. Your brand can have different visuals than your personal preference. And in fact, in certain instances, we want it to in order to communicate certain aspects of our offerings and to appeal to certain audiences that we want to work with. Our personal style may be like way off from the work that we're doing. You know, we could be in a field where we're working with clients and we're working with, you know, deep deep healing with them and we're holding a lot of gentle space for them but maybe we're drawn to a little bit like harsher visual and when I say harsher I mean we like more contrasted or stark environments and that's just our personal preference that's what brings us a sense of calm and there's nothing wrong with that but if we're trying to create a a safe environment and an approachable brand and let people know that we're a safe place who are doing some deep healing work, perhaps going with something quite contrasted or or something that is um, a little bit stark isn't going to visually communicate that properly. There's going to be a disconnect there. So that's important to keep in mind too. But I will say we always need to enjoy the way it looks. So it's not that we have to shun all of our personal style and only appeal to our audiences and we don't have to just incorporate what we love and not think about our audiences it has to be a blend of both because it needs to speak to our audience but we need to love it because otherwise we're not going to want to share it with the world if we do not absolutely love the way that our brand looks we're not going to want to share it It's like buying an outfit that you feel lukewarm about, that you don't feel like dynamite wearing. 
You want your brand to be something that you put out into the world and you're like, damn, that looks so good. I can't believe that like my business and my brand looks that good. Because if it's something that you're like, meh, it's, it's good enough. You probably aren't going to want to wear it that much. You know, you're probably not going to want to put it out there. Sorry, you're probably not going to want to wear it that much. Like in the, in the outfit analogy, it'll be just that thing that collects dust at the back of your closet that you wear once in a while, but you don't feel great. And so don't do that with your brand. You need something that you're going to love putting out into the world and sharing it. And that feels like a representation of you and also connects with your audience. So those are some things to think about visually with how we build a brand that we love. So I hope that those, those tips helped in that aspect and just give you a bit of a spot to start dreaming and playing there. Okay, I know that there's not really a clear answer. There hasn't really been a clear answer in this. And I'm also sorry to say I don't have one for you because there isn't a formula to follow. There never is in business, especially when we are building something so intimate as our brand and when we are making sure that it's something that we love and that we're happy with and we feel good about not only how it looks, but that feels good to our soul. There just isn't a formula here for you, you know? If you, if I gave you the advice of being like, you need to do this and this and this and this and this, and then you'll have a brand that you love, it's not gonna work. Because you can take advice and learn beautiful lessons from other people, including me. But if you try to fit yourself into a mold um, or take the path that somebody else has forged before you exactly step by step, chances are you aren't going to end up at the same destination because you are a different human being. Your brand also carries a different energy and essence to it than the brand that they have. It's going to be different for everybody. So what your job is is to do the work to uncover what building a business and brand that you love means to you. Because it is unique. And it is a beautiful journey. I'm not going to say it's always easy. But if you're willing to put in the work, it is one of the most fulfilling journeys and also one that is full of beautiful self-discovery and realizations on that journey. And if you can have visuals along with that, that feel like a representation of you, like it is an extension of who you are and what you are offering this world, that is just the most amazing place that you can land in your business. When those two meet, it feels so good. That is where magic happens. Thank you so much for tuning into today's episode. I really hope that this has a lot of ideas stirring for you and that you feel clearer on what the path could look like for you in building a brand that you love and that it starts with you. And 
knowing that exactly where you are is perfect, that you are worthy of building a brand and business that you love exactly as you are, and it's just going to continue to evolve and get even better and even deeper the more you get to know yourself, which is the most beautiful gift of it all. If you would like some guidance and a travel companion along the journey of unearthing that essence of your brand and discovering what a business and brand that you truly love looks and feels like to you, I would love to support you in that. There's a few different ways that you can work with me. You can find them on my website at aligncreatives.com. That's A-L-I-G-N creatives.com. I would love to be a part of your evolution and expansion of building a brand that you love.